Hey rock stars. So today I wanted to talk about instruction manuals. <laughs> like um you know, operation manuals, blueprints, specs. We get we get one with just about everything these days, don't we? Like from the smallest thing you buy even on the back, you know, if there's no actual little booklet, a manual that comes with it, there's instructions on how to use it. The simplest of things, isn't there? You buy tea bags, there'll be instructions on how to use a tea bag. Anyway, what am I getting at? That everything that we get these days comes with a how to use this. And also, a lot of the things that we buy from an electronic perspective, or actually even, you know, games and things like that, a lot of them have a factory setting as well, don't they? You know, when you unbox something, how it is when you first unbox it is pretty much the same. If you went and bought that same exact product, it would look the same when you unboxed it, right? So it has a factory setting and you learn from the manual, don't you? How to use it, uh, what to do if it, something goes wrong, how to program it if that's the case. And most of the time, we actually put in effort. We, we want to learn how to use the thing or how to control it or how to operate it or how to work with it, how to use it so that it best suits our needs or gets us the outcome we want. You know, I got a, um, a coffee plunger the other day and in my mind I'm sort of thinking, well, there can't be much to this. Like, surely I don't need to read the instruction manual. I did. <laughs> anyway, I did because I thought, well, you know what, I'm going to do it the way the manual says the first time and see how it comes out. So we still want to know, well, what's the best use? How can I best utilize this item that I've just bought to better or fix or, you know, whatever the purpose is, right? You want to get it right so that it has the outcome that you want. And I, it got me thinking about us as humans. You know, you've been given this, you know, f flesh sack. <laughs> However, you've also, you've got a brain, you've got a heart, you've got this gorgeous being full of all these intricate designs and systems to keep you alive and to help you live, live a life, you know, cre create something out of your life. And you may think that it doesn't come with an instruction manual, that you didn't come with an instruction manual. And that's how we feel a lot of the time, isn't it? We're like, shit, man, I'm just trying to work stuff out as I go along. And yet think about as well, don't we do that sometimes even when we purchase a product? We think, yeah, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna feel my way through this. Like how many people do you know or you yourself, you buy a flat pack piece of furniture and you look at the instructions for a second and then you think, ah, oh, I don't need that. You know, clearly this goes with this and this goes with that and I'm just going to do this. 
so a lot of the time I think we do actually rely on our um, instincts our intuition our intelligence we just think yeah you know what I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the flow and see what happens so we do that quite a bit with ourselves though how much of it is because we we think there is no manual to us there is no blueprint there is no specs to us here's where i want to challenge you and stretch you a little bit and talk about programming because i believe we do have an instruction manual we do have an operation manual for us and we come out of the box the womb let's call it the box with these factory settings and I'm, I, I'm not saying that we all have the same setting either by the way it's just simply a metaphor to say that you know I do believe that on some level we are a bit of a blank slate I think we do have generational stuff that's passed down through us and from the minute that we are conceived in the womb I also believe that we are picking up you know um, things through the womb as well so the programming has already started hasn't it and I've talked about before on other uh, episodes and in my Facebook group I've talked about um, emotional templates how we build these templates and these um, strategies to get the outcome we want and so that's all part of us putting the effort in to learn how to program ourselves how to um, avoid pitfalls and get the outcome we want or how to avoid an outcome we don't want so we're we're learning these things and we learn so much of it between the ages of zero and seven that's where we're really honing our instruction manual our specs we're getting our programming in place now here's the thing about this as well some of the things we learn uh, simply by watching others don't we I asked a friend yesterday I said how did you learn to make a cup of tea she said oh I just watching you know watching my grandparents watching my parents so you didn't actually have to read a manual to make a cup of tea you watched others and you copied you modeled yeah now that's well and good however at some point some of us perhaps didn't like the way that our grandparents made their tea and so we adjust depending on our likes our wants our needs the environment all those things I I know my grandma was a huge believer in tea should only be made in a teapot with loose leaf tea and you drink it from a teacup and that's the law <laughs> these days yes I still do love a cup of tea out of a teapot however it's also really convenient to use a tea bag in a mug sometimes isn't it so and she never had sugar she had honey I'll whack sugar in every now and then I'll have soy milk or 
you know, we adjust is what I'm getting at. We change things from the way we've learned it. We adjust and we change it to suit our needs. So when you look at behaviours that we might have as an adult that are limiting us, that are not getting us what we want or what we think we want, you know, and we keep repeating these behaviours and patterns and things like that, we get stuck in our head that we can't change. Say, oh, but I've always done it that way or I've always been like that or it's just who I am. Have you heard some of those phrases before? I've used some of those phrases before. And I'm here to tell you that the programming was accepted by you when you were younger because obviously when we're really young, there isn't as much choice in our life, is there? We have to uh, relatively quickly work out our specs, work out our programming, get the blueprint under control, figure out who we are, where we are, where we're going, what we're capable of. We've, you know, we've got a lot of parameters to figure out relatively quickly when we're young. And yet the cup of tea metaphor that I use, story that I used, shows you that we're capable of change. It's simply about becoming aware first of what you don't like. And this takes a lot of, you know, soul searching. It's difficult to look at ourselves um, lovingly, yet with a critical eye. So often when we look at ourselves through the critical lens, I suppose, you know, we're just ragging on ourselves. I'm useless at this. I'm hopeless at that. I'm bad at this. I'm crappy at relationships. I'm, you know, and we just use all these sort of negative um phrases and words to bash ourselves over the head and strengthen the belief that it's just who we are we can't change it because I've always been like that just like the cup of tea you can change it when you focus on what it is you actually want instead so if you've got a behavior that's not um expanding you that it, it, you know a behavior that's limiting you or a behavior that you really don't like about yourself you want it to be different here's the thing you can be different <laughs> be aware of the behavior first ask yourself what's the purpose of that behavior what's the reason what's my end game where did it come from where did it start yeah you know, if you consider yourself to be a Oh, let's think of an example, a, a, a negative, so to speak, example. Um, I rush into things too quickly. Let's use that as an example. You know, I don't think things through. I just rush in. And so you can see from my tone of voice that it's being labelled as a negative thing. And I, I can't change it. I've just always been like that. I don't know what my problem is. Does that all sound familiar? Have you heard that in yourself or someone else? So using that example, if that was my problem, the label I put on myself, you know, I could be asking myself, okay, well, hang on. If that 
is a negative label that I'm putting my, on myself and limiting myself and lowering the bar and disempowering myself with this label, how would I want it to be instead? How do I want it to be? How do I want to be? So now I start to focus on, well, what do I actually want? Instead of focusing on this negative label of what I don't want and yet believe I can't change, look at what I do want. Let's start there. And then I can start asking myself, well, when did I decide that I was too quick to rush into things? When did I first decide that? And you start to get this deeper level of awareness of your programming. Because at some point, that decision was made to have that behavior as part of a strategy. It was programmed in as a strategy to survive in a certain environment, in a certain event. It might have been a one standalone event. And that's the strategy that was put into play. That's how you survive. So it became part of the programming. And then as you move through life and keep going, keep going, every time you rushed into something, you built it into that belief system and into that programming that, oh, well, that's just who I am. Instead of stepping back and realizing, wow, I can change the programming. I can recode my programming anytime I want to get whatever outcome I want. That's where true personal power comes from. So that's what I you know, had been thinking about and wanted to share with you all today. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, as I said, it sort of goes hand in hand with another, um, another thing I was talking about, which is those emotional templates. Those templates that, uh, again, it's about programming, isn't it? We program a certain template so that we know what a certain emotion feels like to us. Because everything only has the meaning we give it, right? What I consider, say, um, threatening could be entirely different to what someone else considers it. What I consider uh, sad can mean something else to someone else. And a good example of this is uh, in the work that I do, the first emotion that we sort of get into the programming and the template of is anger. And I've come across clients who say, oh, I don't actually feel anger. You know, I dealt with all that. So I don't, I don't even get angry. I never get angry. And I'm like, cool. Okay, brilliant. And then as we get talking about things, you know, the problems that have brought them to me in the first place or, you know, what's, uh, what's causing them trouble in their life, you start to hear other language. And it can be things like, um, oh, I just get so frustrated with myself. Now, frustration uh, can be another a flavor, a shade, if you like, of anger. Have you ever been frustrated in traffic? You're just like, oh, come on, this is taking so long. It's a shade. 
It's a, a, on the spectrum of anger comes frustration. And yet because of the way that we're programmed, because of our templates, anger can mean something entirely different to one person. They've filed it away in a certain place in their brain. And so they don't associate their frustration with any kind of anger. And this is all part of that programming, all part of your personal neurology code. So if you want to really help other people, if you really want to make a, a, a sort of a, your own ripple effect in helping other people, you first honestly have to learn your own code, your own programming, and take control of that and empower yourself to be able to reprogram and recode to get the outcomes that you want. And um, Carl Jung was a was a big believer in that as well. So there's a you know it's not just me reinventing the wheel here. It goes back quite a ways. Uh, yeah, I won't keep waffling on. I trust this was interesting, um, and you got something out of it. I trust that you did. And um, I'd love to hear your feedback. Please reach out to me. Um, easiest way is probably via Facebook. Look for the uh, Talk Train Co. Facebook group. Or you can find me on Facebook. I've got a public profile, Alison Burnett. Otherwise, um, I'll catch you next episode. Take care.